The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Hey, 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 and Bill's land. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Are you sure it's Bill's land or is it? Jonathan Taylor Town. I feel like that should be the the new uh, name of the, the the Bills. Well, why would it be called Jonathan Taylor Town? What what happened this weekend? What, oh, I, didn't you see? Like it, it's been announced that Jonathan Taylor is the new daddy of the Buffalo Bills. I did not. Yeah, no, he owns them now. He he's their dad. He's their dad. Oh, yep. And he he spanked them. You know, wow. them out. just uh, in time for Christmas. <laughs> How convenient. What is going on, everybody? My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me, and uh, in our triumphant episode. All right, again, we said it last week. The reason why this show came about was because the Bills, and we are celebrating. Everything comes full circle. But with me, as always, Mister Brandon Rogers. Brandon, how are we feeling today, man? Feeling really? Good. Tell me, tell me about your day. You got to tell me about your uh, since last night after four o'clock after the game finished. Tell me about your experiences. Um, as a Colts fan between then and now. Well, first off, I feel bad for any Bills fan that's been around me the last couple hours because I've been awful. I've just I it's bad. It's bad, but I, I don't care. I love it. This is what this is what this whole year's gone towards, you know. This is that playoff loss. I've been waiting for this day and it feels so good. Um my day, in fact, I'll I'll even go into like, you know, kind of before the game. Uh every Sunday, me and my two buddies. Corey Dickey that were on the podcast last week. We always got to Fatso's and watch the games. You know, watch all the games every Sunday. That's what we do. Right. Knowing it's a big game, you know, Buffalo versus Indy. Uh, I had my cousin come by. My my uncle was there. My dad came and, you know, I made him throw on a, a Colts jersey. He's not a big football fan. He said, all right, the guys are going to be out. I'll hang out with you guys. I made him throw on a, a Colts jersey. So I had someone, anyone in the bar helping me out, you know, on my side. Uh, at halftime, the, the whole table was silent besides me, just giggling like a little giddy schoolgirl. I was so excited. Third quarter came on out. I'm just, I am talking so much junk. I, I, I'm about to order like a bottle of champagne. You know, I am just the loud mouth at the bar making everyone hate me. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, fourth quarter, they put in Trubisky. And I, I think uh, Corey left because he, he was just done with me. He's like, all right, I'm done. Such a good, like walking around today, 
you know, at work, uh, all the old people, now I'm a property manager for a uh, senior living uh, complex. Right. All old Bills fans, all of them hated me. I, I'm, I was decked out in cold gear, that face mask, the shirt, my, my jacket, all cold stuff because I was just riding high on the hog. I have a buddy who is a massive, massive Bills fan that I work with. His truck is wrapped in the Bills logo. Oh, what a mark. He literally got married yesterday in the Bills parking lot. His wedding day was the cold stopping out the Bills. I can't, I can't believe it. I was still pissing on his grave. Oh, what a great wedding day. Yeah, you know, my, my, my wedding present to you? Josh Allen being a douchebag. That's what my wedding. It was, I'm telling you, I am the worst kind of friend you could know because if I'm high, it's just, if I'm up top, I'm going to make sure everyone knows about it. It's great. Well, that last story was definitely the, uh, the, what, how do we, how do we say this? The cherry on top. Holy shit. Yeah. Hey, Steve, congrats on the wedding again. You know, I'm very happy for you. You and Kathy make a beautiful couple, just not as great as a couple of Reich and Taylor. Okay. Yeah, that'll certainly do that. So I, my my day started off very interesting. And I will have to tell our story about our airport experience in a little bit, too. Don't want to forget that. But um, outside of our podcast recording studio where we had a viewing party, the, 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 the priest from across the street, there's a church across the street. He's seen me in my Colts gear going to get pizza and wings. He goes, bro, you're 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 in the wrong jersey. You're in the wrong colors. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I didn't know, you know, I was a little nervous about saying that because I see this dude once a week. And you know what I mean? I'm going to see him next Sunday, probably in the parking lot. And I'm like, I got the right colors, bitch. You know, <laughs> um, power Christ compels you. Power cults compels you. Um, Damn, you know, once- God was real. The bills would have won. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all that praying did good for you right father yeah yeah it was uh he was not happy so i didn't say that to him but again just seeing somebody in colts gear in western new york is like this this sin it's like 10 our fathers i don't know i don't know what they do confessionary booth stuff i don't know but i had everybody come up we had a good time hanging out we drank we smoked we had Tons of food. It was a great time. And uh, by the middle of the third quarter, everybody left. Why? What happened in the third quarter, Matt? Oh, well, I think Jonathan Taylor scored his like third or fourth or fifth touchdown at that point. Yeah, it was over. Those are cheeks getting clapped. Yeah, there's some cheeks we got clapped. Definitely. And then after that, after the game, I jumped through a table. I yelled Colts Mafia. It was pretty cool. Oh, God. <laughs> I did. I spiked. I Gronk spiked a beer. And then I picked it up and drank oh, it. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty intense. I was living La Vida Loca. Oh, I, like, kind of hung over really early in the day. Lost, starting to lose my voice a little bit. And then today at work was just great. And everyone's like, wow, your Colts beat that ass. Everybody was, you know, all that non, like, Bills fans were, like, propping me up. And then, oh, man, I was listening to, like, all the different, like, sports shows, sports talk shows today, and every single one of them buried the Bills, and understandably so. 
right? They're like, oh, man, like Stephen A. Smith. I hate Stephen A. Smith because he's just loud and his takes are sometimes crazy. But he's like, he's shitting on the fact that the Bills just paid Josh Allen all this money and he can't do a damn thing. And I'm like, oh, if I could jerk off right now in the middle of the work floor, <laughs> I would. I would do it right now. Wow. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, I'm telling you, there are plenty of times where I was out at the bar and I almost just wanted to whip it on out and do what Jonathan Taylor was doing to the Bills, all my Bills fans, friends. So, you know. Yeah, shit was crazy. Yeah, it not, was crazy. Not so, so, all right, what, what was the most, well, obviously probably the score, but what surprised you the most about the game yesterday? I mean, definitely the score. Um, I got to give kudos, the defense, I think. I we talked about it last week. That's our our weakest point of the Colts, right? Weakest part of the Colts is that secondary. And here we're going up against Josh Allen, who we all know can sling it deep. He's pretty accurate. And they have very very talented wide receivers. And two picks, one almost pick, fumbles. Right? They they, they it wasn't like a strip sack, but they made him they made Allen fumble. And it was just a recipe for disaster. Like our team legitimately won. That was the best that this Colts team has looked in a very long time. All right. I mean, it might be the most dominant win of the Reich era. I'd say so. Against a top level team, a hundred percent. Yep. And the nice thing about it too was we didn't have to depend too heavily on Carson Wentz, which is another tirade I want to talk about in a little bit. Didn't have to uh, harp, you know. D- depend on Carson Wentz's arm. I feel like we could have, but we didn't have to. Nope. It was really, really nice. It was a pleasant surprise. He did a throw, you know, but heck, you know, people keep on saying, run the damn ball, run the damn ball. We did. All right. And Carson, again, he threw when he needed to. He, he made the right plays, made the right reads, didn't make any mistakes. Perfect. It was complimentary football. That's the nice thing we had to do. The yeah. defense we had to do. It was perfect. Perfect. I, I agree. You know, um, you know, Carson, like I said, he didn't have to do a whole lot. He threw only 20 times for a little over 100 yards. But when you needed him to make throws, he did. And that's that's the important thing. You know what I mean? The game script didn't call for an aerial attack. It was, hey, hand the, run the damn ball, hand it off to, to, to Jonathan Taylor, and throw when we need to. And it was masterful. What about you, bud? What, what, what do you think was the biggest shocker surprise to you uh, watching this game? Um, well, you're right there with the secondary, but really, for me, it was our offensive line just bullying their defensive line. It wasn't even close. I was so scared of the, their defensive ends, you know, really causing pressure and you know creating havoc. But we literally set the tempo from the beginning whistle to the end. It was nuts, you know, just seeing our, our guys bully. The, the Buffalo Bills, the most physical team in the NFL, you know, the most takeaways and, oh, my goodness, the best defense, the best offense. And, you know, we made them our bitches yesterday. It was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. I just – I couldn't believe the way that our offensive line was just mauling them. The zone reads back and forth. The, our running scheme is insane. They did, a, they did a fantastic job of – Taylor did of running where the Bills are weak. All right. We all know that uh, I think anybody who watched the game realized that Starla Tule not being in, you know what I mean? Tremendous Huge. run stuffer. 
And then Tremaine Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds being out, you know, huge, huge. So what do they do? They ran the ball up the gut out right up the middle. And those like very few people, very few running backs can just run up the gut and get as big chunk yardage as Jonathan Taylor did yesterday. Derrick Henry is probably one of the other few people right now in the NFL who could do that. But I mean, he didn't go outside too much, right? He didn't go outside right up the middle, attacked them when they were weak and got huge yardage. And that's, that's why we won the game. That's why the Colts won the game is, is because of smart play like that. Smart, smart coaching decisions. Run up the middle. Send it. most well-coached game Frank's done all year, if not his career. It was yeah. just like the Kansas City game, you know, where he had a specific game plan. He put our will, uh, uh, just forced our will upon them, made them play to our style, and it was just, it was magnificent. Oh, it was so good. I'm getting a hard just thinking about it. It was really good. I, I've been watching, really rewatching the game film all day today, and it's just, oh, it was so, it was so nice. And, you know, and a lot, there's been a lot of criticism on Twitter about, you know, about Carson. I want to go back to Carson. You know, he wasn't needed. If something works like Jonathan Taylor running up the middle, well, stick with it until they commit, they can stop it. And the bills never adjusted and were never able to stop it. And that's why, that's why Jonathan Taylor did as, had to do as much as he did. But did you notice, I do got to ask you this too. I talked about two running back sets, a little 21 personnel, 22 personnel. Yep. Hines and Taylor were out there. They usually it. You they absolutely nailed it. I mean, and then they didn't have like Pascal in motion. Yeah. It was, a kind of, you know, it was insane. Like, honestly, the, the designs were so well. The, the, the blocking, the, the pulling from the from uh, Nelson, and then the wham with Doyle up the middle. It was perfect. Three tight end sets. You had Granson, Molly Cox, and Doyle out there at points, just mauling the, the, the weak side of the offensive line or the defensive line. It was great. I'm just over the moon. You know, for us to put everything together, this was the game that I needed personally. And God, did we deliver. You and me both. I've talked about it. I have n- t- Yesterday was the first time, and it's, it's Bill's game aside, or because, you know, aside from the fact that we live in Buffalo, uh, we lived in Western New York, we endure the, the hatred from, from the Bills fans. And, you know, aside from that, this is the first time I was satisfied with a victory all year. Like, happy like you can't cut me down for my vibe it's not like oh we barely beat the the dolphins or we barely beat the jaguars i was overly enthused that we beat a good football team the way that we did dominated i mean honestly i kind of felt like the the bills should just wave the white flag of the third quarter and said no no mas no mas we don't need it anymore uh it was great it was nice i knew it, it was just gonna take some time for this team to kind of gel we, uh, those first three games, I know everyone was saying sky's falling. It's going to be bad. You know, those first three games were rough against really good teams, but Carson having zero, uh, training camp, you know, Nelson not being there for a couple of them. I mean, it, it, it was a rough beginning of the, of the season, but I told you, Hey, just be patient, stick to it. This team's going to get hot. This team is good. We're too talented to not be good. The defensive line is starting to come together. Deo. It's playing like a madman. Quiddy Pay is coming on nice and, and nice and hot right now. You know, Isaac Rochelle even had a couple good snaps. Isaac, yeah. you told me back in August, Isaac motherfucking Rochelle would have some good snaps. Hated that dude. 
my God, I did. I might still do, but damn it. He, 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 he beat the bills yesterday. Isaac Rochelle beat the bills. Who would have thought? thought? The offensive line is an interesting thing to commend. Um, Cause at the top of this year, we, we stated, Oh God, the depth is so bad, but Quentin Nelson went down in the game. I forgot which quarter he went down in. We replaced him with, uh, with Reed, Reed jumped back in. And the line didn't miss a beat. Not a single beat. You know, I, I will have, you know, I always love to admit when I'm wrong here. And I was really, really down on our offensive line play at the beginning of the season. It was horrendous. It was absolutely awful. I got Carson was Carson Wentz killed hit way more times than he had to be. But right now it is, it's, it's, it's playing up to form. It's playing the way it's supposed to be. It's playing the way that it was sold to us, you know? So I, yeah, I'm, I think right now, and maybe it's just coming off the high of this game that, I mean, this, this team is right there in the mix. There's the way the AFC is is shaping up. If you look across the, the records, right? We were, 12th in the AFC, I think what a week or two weeks ago. And then some of those middle of the rain, the road teams, the ones that I wanted the Colts to separate, you know, to, to, to beat. If you beat good teams, you separate yourself from that pack. And it's starting to happen, right? Denver's falling. Um, the Raiders are collapsing. Steelers. Steelers falling apart. Cleveland is hanging on by a thread. You know, uh, all that stuff is starting to shape up right now. We we're we have the same amount of wins as the Bills. Hey, dude, don't be surprised if we catch the Titans. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we catch those Titans. They're falling down a little. I mean, they, they lost one game, but they're falling down a little bit, too. They played New England next week, who's getting super hot right now. Yeah. You know, it it's not willing to be one game behind if they lose New England and we can beat Tampa. Think I mean I'm not I'm not ruling out the division yet. It's no. close, but I'm not ruling it out yet. No, I 100 percent agree. It's uh again if if it's like one of those things like damn it we, we wish we would have played them a little bit later in the season, but you know a team like Houston I get it. It's a divisional matchup. Those are relatively pretty hard to go out there and do what they did and just impose their will on on Tennessee. And, and like you said, New England is getting hot. They're playing really good. They are. Because we we lended them a hand, they are now number one in the AFC East. I you're welcome. You're welcome. I think Remember they're the two seed right now. <laughs> I think they're either the two or three seed right now in the playoff picture. Right now. I think the three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it sounds about right. Behind Baltimore and Tennessee. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it's it's just a whirlwind of of stuff and you know, this is another just very, very important stretch. The Colts are getting hot at the right time. We have Tampa Bay on Sunday, right? Yep. And it's another huge test. Listen, Tampa Bay is not all it's been cracked up to be this year either. Banged up, too. They're flawed. They're hurt. You know, we're going to see. We're recording this 6 o'clock about Monday night. We're going to see how they show up against the Giants. But listen, if a team like Washington can go in and and beat Tampa the way that they did now a week ago, the possibilities are for the Colts. You know, game script for this one may call for a little bit more dependency on Carson Wentz because their secondary is so bad. You know, and it just balances everything out. 
You're right. I, I, as I think we are going to throw the ball more than 20 times. And I know Carson's stats looked a little ugly. He was like 11 for 20. Four of those were throwaways. Nothing was there. So instead of forcing the issue and creating a turnover, he just threw it away. Yeah. You know, now people say, oh, you know, he only completed 11 passes. Well, imagine if he, you know, tried those four passes, tried to squeeze them into a window, end up getting picked, you know, something stupid happening. Next thing you know, they, they can make it a ball game with Buffalo. Correct. And that's what I said. Yeah, that's why I said Carson made smart plays, big plays when we needed to extend drives, and that's all he could have asked for. That's just what the game should have called for. It was very KC-like, except we just scored way more this time. Way more. So uh, uh, do you want to you know, go through what we did on Saturday that maybe boosted the, the confidence of these players to, to make this W possible? Yeah, I think we definitely should. So um, I don't know if any of our listeners know this, but you can actually – depending on where you live, at least here in Western New York, you can go and see your team fly in. All right. Uh, I have a friend. I want to give him a, sh- a shout out. Rob Bennett. He shout out, a, Rob Bennett. Shout out. He hosts a, uh, he has a uh, photography business kind of thing called, oh, it's Rob shots. He takes pictures of like local um, police, you know, police stuff, ambulance, fire trucks. He, he goes around the city and does that. But he used to go and take pictures for, uh, you know, teams coming in when the Patriots flew in, he go and grab a picture of their plane and, and all that stuff. He, he does all that. So he knows people and apparently this is public knowledge somewhere, but I asked him, I go, Hey, when do the Colts land? Where do they land? All that stuff. Gave me the time, gave me the details, gave me the location. And we go there. We were there about probably an hour early. And, uh, me, Brandon, my brother, Mark Angelo, and, and one other gentleman was just standing out there hanging out. It was so cool. We were standing there. We got to watch the Colts plane land. We watched, got to watch them drive up. They were probably about, what would you say, about 200 feet away from us? If that. I mean, I want to say about half a football field. Yeah, about half a football field. Something like that. Um, and we got to see them descend from the plane. And they're all waving at us. They're all... Um, well, not all. Some of them were just kind of in the zone. Frank Reich. I waved to Frank Reich. He waved back at me. And uh, and Brandon got the moment of the day. I'll let you tell that one. That was so cool. Man, you know, so these guys are huge. And they're pretty much, if you know the team, you follow the team, you know you know the players on the team. You know, so we're shouting. All right, there goes, oh, there, there's Jonathan Taylor. Oh, there goes Brian Smith. Oh, wait, is it? There's T.Y. T.Y. is decked on out. You know, he's just, he looks fly as fly can be. All the wide receivers dress flashy. They got those big personalities. So Ty is Ty. So uh, you know he's he's getting off the plane. He's talking to everybody, smiling, laughing like Ty does. Uh, yo, Ty, Ty, what up? He looks at me. What up, baby? <laughs> Gives it a head nod. He smiled. It was so cool. He smiled. He made, took his head all the way back. Made made my day. It, it was, was fantastic. It was so cool. It was like last second. He was about to get on the bus, and he goes. And T.Y. is just this happy dude, right? He's just smiling, happy all the time. And, uh, yeah, that was really, really cool. A couple other guys waved to us, uh, you know, on, on the way to the buses. But, um, but yeah, it was neat. And I want to give a shout-out to Brandon right now. I got a flag, a Colts flag, but I didn't have a flagpole. And uh, he let me borrow a, his, his, snow, his snow scraper so I, can, uh, so I can wave the flag around. So shout-out to you, Brandon. Hey, the flag worked out well too, dude. I'm telling you, we we won because and Ty liked your your tweet about it too. He did. He yeah. certainly did. We tagged him in it, so we're gonna have to make sure we have like a sign or something. We go to India in December and see if he remembers us. 
T.Y. We're the reason you won in Buffalo. I know. <laughs> I know. Man, how great is that game looking now to you, the, the New England game we're going to? It's, I mean, the implications are huge. Uh, yeah. I bought the tickets expecting Carson Wentz versus a Cam Newton-led team. And uh, we're getting, this is a big time game. Somebody brought it up. This is, it's entirely possible. This is a Saturday night or a Sunday night game. I think they like to keep the playoff ones on Saturday, the big playoff implicated ones on Saturday. So we, we could be looking at a Saturday night game, which is all the better. I'm all, I'm all in on that. I, I like, I wouldn't hate getting the game out of the way Saturday. We should actually, we should be finding out tomorrow. We find out tomorrow. Well, you know, I kind of hope it stays on Sunday because we have dinner reservations. That is true. That is true. That is true. Touche. Touche. A, a Sunday night primetime game would be epic. I'd be for that. We're not leaving on Monday morning anyways. So, yeah. So, I can Monday prime time, Sunday primetime where we're just day drinking all day long, partying, having a good time in Indy. And then, you know, if we end up losing, I fist fight Belichick on the sidelines. So <laughs> I would cry because uh, the Colts are undefeated when I'm there. So if you mess it up, I'm never going with you again. <laughs> I'm cut off. <laughs> You're cut off. You're on your own next time. But um, let's see what else happened this week. So we had the airport. Hard knocks. Debut hard knocks. We got to talk about that. Hard knocks is fantastic. I mean, I love it because it, it gives us an, an insight into these like or football players that we know, these players that we love, you follow. But then also gives, you know, my friends, the, the guys that don't know the Colts so well, an opportunity to see these players and what they're like and more about my team. Yeah, you know how many times I've talked about, oh, you know, Kenny Moore, the best lock corner in the league. My friends go, who? I never heard of him. Who? Yeah, he picked off the bills, you jackasses. Uh, Kenny Moore, the best lock corner in the league. You're able to see these guys' personalities a little bit more. You're able to see the, the visibility of these guys a little bit more. And just another outlet to show why I love this team, why I think that the rest of the country is going to fall in love with this team. I love it. And damn it, isn't Darius Leonard's daughter so damn cute? Mm-hmm. She's on Twitter. Wait, no. That's Frank, wait, that's Frank Reich. Never mind. I thought you meant cute in the other way. That, no, I, no. I, got my, I got my dudes mixed up. My fault. I, that's really, oh, God, awkward. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, she likes Sprite. She That's likes not, Sprite. Allow, uh, not allowed within 300 yards of a school. Guys. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to have to cut that out. Um, yeah, no, it was it was really cool. It, it was really nice to see these guys at home, and it really put things in perspective for me again. You know, it's so easy to just, just talk from where we are at as fans, but, man, we don't get to see the kind of baggage or the, the lives that these guys get to come home, you know, Kurt, go home to. Up, they go home. Yep. You know, seeing Carson with his, you know, with his daughter was so cool. And it's like, it's crazy to think that like Carson's younger than me. Like I'm at that age now where NFL players are younger than me, like really good stars are younger than me. And it's like it's weird, right? <laughs> a little mind blowing. It's a little mind blowing, but it's just cool to see these people have just regular normal lives and it humanizes them. And you really and you get to learn, under, learn and understand the backstage process as well. The behind the scenes process of game planning, film study, all that stuff. You really get to uh you get really get to learn about it. Yeah, you know, because like this is just their nine to five. Like this is their job. Like we're yeah, following these guys, obsessing over this team, and this is just a job to them. Something they do, get paid, come home, and then lead like, you know, something that they're passionate about, you know, what things that they love, like their family. Or, you know, all their side hobbies. I know Brainsmith loves gardening and fishing and yeah. You know, you know, it's just crazy to see another aspect, another side of these heroes to us, heroes, 
So that's awesome. I can't wait for this uh, upcoming episode because it's going to show the Bills getting raped by the Colts, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, Wednesday, 10 o'clock p.m., I believe the episode drops. So make sure you're up. Make sure you tune into that. Support, you know, this is a – I was really down on the idea of hard knocks. I just wanted this team to just win football games, but I, I do appreciate I do appreciate it. Who knows? Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing for us because – you know, me and Brandon come from pro wrestling. I told him this on Saturday. We come from world of pro wrestling. And man, if anything feels like an, endorse, an endorsement at this point in the season, it's the Colts getting that hard knock show and the way that they're they're presenting it. I don't know. It just it just felt all too right. Like this episode would have stunk if we lost the Bills, but it's like so much better because we beat the Bills. You know? Yep, so. you know, just like in the big comeback story. You know, we're beaten down early in the season. Things are trending on up. This next episode is going to be triumphant. And there's going to be another episode where we, you know, where we get punished. You know, whether it's the the Tampa Bay game, the New England game, where you know things are looking a little bleak again, and then we get hot again. Carson throws like 500 yards. And, oh my God, they made the playoffs! Whoa, whoa! Like the big baby face comeback. You know, the fire. It, it's it's all too real of the the life of pro wrestling. So anything, anytime you feel that kind of same emotion, that vitriol, it, it feels great because something can really sink your teeth, teeth into and enjoy and really follow that emotional roller coaster. It's, it's fantastic. 100%. 100%. Well, we're about to close up shop for this week's episode. Let's, uh, let's hit up with the Rogers rant before we go. You think they're ready for this Rogers rant? Oh, they're ready. I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready. Um, a champion once said to be the man you've got to beat the man and damn it did we beat the man all oh, the bills are so good josh allen mvp uh-huh. you guys beat us last year in the playoffs you did good for you you know you beat old man philip rivers by three points and to be fair you knew it was a close game it could have gone either way we had revenge yesterday. We were out looking for revenge. The, the, the Colts themselves in the locker room celebrating afterwards. Jonathan Taylor said it was personal. T.Y. Hilton said it was personal. Frank Wright knew how emotionally devastating this, this win was uh, or loss could have been. We spanked y'all. Honestly, like you should have felt bad. Bad, bad. Like a kid that woke up on November 1st to realize that his dad ate all of his Halloween candy bad. Like, you know, the dude that walks on in and sees his girlfriend receiving an extra large sausage pizza from, uh, from, from a guy. Y'all should feel humbled. I don't want to hear about Bill Super Bowl. Oh, we're the best. Oh, the, you know, we're going to run the division like the Patriots did for 20 years. Y'all ain't even first in division no more. Thanks to Mr. Taylor. Thanks to Mr. Reich. Thanks to Mr. Nelson. Y'all stink. Y'all are garbage. I smell that trash all the way from here in Rochester. Who'd y'all beat? Who did y'all beat? The Jets? That's funny. I beat the Jets. They stink too. Just like you. You guys are, you guys are the Jets with the, with the less worse quarterback. That's it. The Jets with a less worse quarterback. Trash ass Bills. Get out of here. Come back to the big kids table when, when you're ready. All right? Suck it. Go shoe.
Colts win. Damn it. I'm going to go have sex with my wife to that score. 41-15. Wow. As you should. As you should. Well, everybody, that is a wrap on this week's episode. We'll be back next wrap. week. I'm not going to wear a wrapper like Jonathan Taylor didn't wear a wrapper. <laughs> no, go ahead. Finish it. Don't be no, shy. I'm, I can't. I can't. I can't. We're going to have FCC violation. I keep on going. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Next week, Hard Knocks uh, episode two recap. And, of course, the Tampa Bay game we'll be talking about. Hopefully, our good. Hope you're ready, Brady. Hope you're ready. Hope you're ready, Brady. We're coming. coming. We're coming. We're coming for you. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time right here on Colts fans. And Bill's land. Slap those Bill's cheeks. Red and blue and black and blue because we slap them so hard. Bam.